Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Non-transforming toy. Hello, welcome to TFLP, episode 431. We are live tonight. It is Monday, May 17th. I'm Lucas, and I have a full crew here tonight talking about boxes. So I've got Rick. Oh, apparently, what's going on, Rick? I'm not using my phone today. I got a new computer. Look at you! Woo! It's <laughs> amazing. Wait, hang on. I was wondering why you were in Hello? HD. No, no, I'm not doing anything. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> well, so I'm wondering, Rick. So Rick yeah, says he got yeah. a new computer, a yet somehow he's still not wearing headphones for the show. Yeah, no. Um... You can plug headphones into the computer, just FYI. See, so, all his one of those new smart computers, it doesn't have any jacks in it. Oh. All his toy boxes <laughs> act as sound dampeners. Everything is wireless. And oh, I don't okay. have the headphones yet. Gotcha. Um, and then we've got Phil. And Duran. Hello. Today's episode is brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> Support Wrestle Talk. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We, are we supposed to say uh, like, comment, and subscribe? Click the bell for, yes. you know, Definitely. whatever. Click the notifications so that you know whenever we upload new content. <laughs> or go live. There, there you go. Um, Seriously, do that. <laughs> Rob's had a fantastic, uh, you know, week, and he's so excited to talk about boxes. So, appreciate you joining us, Rob. And then we've got Peter, who is surrounded by boxes, right? Kind yeah. of, since you moved. Forever Uh I've got some boxes. Yeah, I've got... Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm starting the bins. Because <laughs> I'm about to move. Oops. <laughs> Everything's falling now. There you go. Yeah, so, Duran, <laughs> are you collecting boxes, I guess, uh, for the move? Uh, I suppose you could say I'm collecting boxes for the move, even though I, I, I'm, it's getting down to crunch time and I have nowhere to go yet. And I, I have to be out of here in two weeks. And That's what the boxes are for. You go in, you build a fortress. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere I go is like there's like a waiting list and stuff. And I've been I've been Oof. looking for like two or three months now and I'm beginning to really sweat, you know, but yeah. I'm I may sure, wind up wind sure up having Orson to. Will be very happy together. Uh, no, I'm 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 probably gonna 
if I, if I have to, I'll shove everything in a storage unit and go stay at a Holiday Inn Express, so I'll be smarter the next day. You know, I mean, <laughs> and Orson doesn't have room at his house either, so. With all the boxes, more than likely. With all the boxes. <clears throat> so, well, I mean, uh, this either, is, uh... it, well, unless one of you guys have a Unicron box, I could stay in. I mean, <laughs> I've got I've got two right here, and a Snake Mountain, and some Brave stuff, and a Castle Grayskull. Here you go. I say, I think uh, I think Paul didn't he have a several of them, right? He like made a diorama out of it. He connected all the box images to make the one super image. Not many, not many people can do that. No. <laughs> yep, yep. Some of us, uh, but I, I think he uh, it, it bought some of those to uh, resell, right? Hope. What would you do with like six Unicrons? I mean, create a solar system. All your planet are belong to us. I mean, so this is a uh, kind don't, of don't con- think shame. Uh, this is continuing the topic that we've been doing about. I don't know various. What do we do with our collections and all that type of thing? So this kind of sprung from that, I guess. Like right, Rob. I think that was kind of the idea. There are two box mountains, and that is to be clear. There are two topics here. Um, one box mountain is your collection of boxes. You know your, you know like whatever boxes you keep from your toys, right? And that's a box mountain. And most collectors that I know have one somewhere because a lot of people don't integrate boxes into their displays or, you know, like I integrate a few of my boxes into, into displays, but I have a bunch more in the garage. Right. Wait, this episode is about actual boxes. I thought we were going to talk about boxes, beast boxes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't get the crew. I can't get the crew on board. Only, only ever got to talk about it on uh when I was hosting out my wallet. And that was Gosh. it. And they kicked me off for it, you know? Um, and then, uh, the other box mountain is shipping boxes because if a lot of collectors also, you know, you get rid of some stuff at times, um, you know, you, you find upgrades or you're trimming down or you're shifting focus, whatever it is. And who wants to go out and buy a bunch of boxes to mail stuff out? Nobody. So what do you do? You keep storing all those Amazon boxes, right? And you know, uh, or anything you buy, get from eBay. You put it in there. You take that bubble wrap because you, you take you know, your item out reuse. and then go to throw the box away, and you go, "Wow, that's a really nice box. I can that's reuse a, that. I, I can <laughs> ship something in this box yeah. for first class. I can keep it under one pound, so I can ship it first class. That's what you're looking for. Um, and so that's another box mountain. Um, I am not picky on which one we talk about first. I would say I've got two more box mountains I would add to that list. Oh boy, tell me. I've got the 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 boxes of stuff that the things I'm trying to sell, and the boxes of stuff I've purchased that I've yet to open. Oh, yeah, that's that four, last four, four that. topics. Yeah. I got I got four kinds of boxes. Well, hmm. is there so does that also include Phil Tub Mountain? Um, so my <laughs> Tub Mountain en- encapsulates my save boxes so I, rob's first box mountain is is now in bin slash tub mountain yeah because i'm still working through a backlog of crap i haven't opened for the last 20 years yeah i, I should like start my own podcast about opening toys but i don't know 
No, no. <laughs> no I have a feeling that. that's been done. No yeah. one's going to watch that. No. Trust me. Yeah. I know. No one's going to watch that. Uh, you might want to, if you do want to discuss that topic, you may want to bring in Christian as well, because I believe he's talked about having like a big pile of crap he hasn't opened that's been like some of it's months and months old, right? Yeah. You yeah. might call it peel off the adhesive. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. Sever the binding rope. <laughs> I, I can honestly say I've never been in that position. Every time I get a new toy, I kind of want to open it right away. I think the longest I've ever waited is uh, for for a new purchase is pro- that I intended to open is maybe about four or five days because you know I got busy and work and everything. But I think the longest I ever went was thirteen years. And I regretted it because uh, whenever KB was going out of uh, out of out of uh, business, uh, the KB in Richmond, Kentucky, uh, they had found some transquitos in the back and had put them out, and they was like three dollars. And I bought one, and I'm like, he looks kind of cool, so I kept him sealed up until about six years ago. And I was sitting one day, I was bored, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to open that, and I wished I hadn't. You know, I mean, <laughs> he looks cooler than he is. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's like the hollowest transformer ever. Poor Transkeeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, so we're I probably gonna get of... a ger- generation select. <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel like if you haven't opened something, like, and not necessarily something that you intend to keep in box, but like if you're intending to open it and you don't, like, is that a sign that you should maybe just sell it or you know whatever no fuck that it, it depends <laughs> don't sell anything greg i, th- I think it depends no. on, who, on who you are like some people you know they're just as happy to keep it in box they just want to know they have it and check the list right, right. um those people are sick that. for different reasons but you know that's fine but yeah if you're somebody like like me or you know or christian or you know whatever that does open all their stuff if it's been sitting there a while like that means something right well, well it's right I, here, I, right? Like, I, like, like, should I get rid of this? It's like I don't know why I still have this. Unless you here. just really like it as a display piece, but you know that's not the case. Yeah, you know, you're just like, eh. I have well, one, you know, like that. Uh, recently. A lot of people have gotten out of this when you know the family starts, they get married, they they have kids, they they get out of it. Um, I, I didn't get out of it. Um. I just slowed down opening stuff. And I'm in that exact same box as Rick. There you go. You know, kids show up and then you're like, well, uh, I got to put the kid to get bed rather than open this. Or I got to make him some chicky nuggies instead of opening this thing. And it, it, it adds up, man. It adds up. Especially like Masterpiece or the third party stuff that you know is going to be I got to sit here for an hour to focus on transforming this thing. Yep. Um, You know, those are the ones that for transformers wise, that's what's been building up um, in terms of stuff. I've yet to open that and uh, NECA toys, which take like 30 minutes just to get all the ties cut and everything. And fucking uh, hate it. So, so fucking annoying. Yeah. And, uh, and Gundam kits, which look really cool. And then you forget that it takes you three months to put it together. Yeah, and and Legos are even worse because it's like, oh, it's going to take me an hour to build this. 
And I'll I've have got, an hour. I've got three sets of Legos right now that I, <laughs> I'm waiting for another shutdown I, or something. I got a, yeah. You know, when I, for those of you on my private Facebook page, uh, we did a Lego set every day during the quarantine. And I still got a few hundred sets that I haven't built. I've got Lego sets that I haven't built that they've started putting out new versions of that Lego set. You still haven't opened that Generations Prowl. <laughs> you know, there's been like four <laughs> new ones. Right. Yeah. I still get animated I gotta open. Oh man, you're missing out there. Yeah. I do love I do love me some animated. I got like I think I got like nine troopers I gotta open two for animated. You know who doesn't love animated? Hasbro. You know who doesn't love Hasbro? And that's third why. party. <laughs> third party doesn't love animated either. No, they don't. They tried. Do they try hard enough though? I wish they would keep trying. Just just throw that spaghetti at the wall. Let's do it. I want a devastator. We, I want yeah, so bad. We, we need construction cons. Or that or that animated uh Omega that everybody seemed to want so badly. Be sweet. So I, on that topic, I did want to note, like, I have my boxes of unopened stuff, like, right here next to me. Um, and for the most part, stuff goes through. Most stuff actually gets open to my left. And then I open it, and I disperse of it, and it stays in my way, and that really makes sure I deal with it quick. Um, I did have some toys that sat there for over a year. They sat there for, like, about 15 months. Um, there was something I had bought from Fans Hobby. They were on discount. I was buying some other stuff from Fans Hobby during a Black Friday sale. And I was like, I can get these and get free shipping, which, like, it was so expensive to ship from there. It was, like, kind of covered. I was kind of half interested in them. I let them sit forever. And finally, you know, I was just like, I need the, need the open. It was the uh, Monster Bots, Monster Bots from Fans Hobby. Fly Pro and Mega Tooth and Dude. Yeah, Dude. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I either need to open these or put them on eBay. Like, what what am I doing here? I'm, You know, and it's one of those, you get, have you heard about, like, the broken window? You get used to something being a broken window, and you no longer realize the window's broken anymore. And it's kind of like one of those. You get used to seeing it every day, and so you don't realize it's even there. Right? It becomes part of the landscape. Yeah. Well, I got to ask it. this. You know, but from... I, finally, I finally did open them, and I actually really enjoyed them. Because, you know, it was like, I'm either going to get rid of them or I was like, I was like fuck it. I'm going to open them. And I was like, oh, these are great. And I really liked them. And nobody else is going to do big, chunky monster bots. So, so it worked uh, out. From the Dreamwave style monster first. bots. Yeah, from the perspective of somebody that doesn't, you know, have a backlog of unopened toys, uh, is it because you just don't have time, or is it because you buy multiples of stuff and you like like open one at a time, and it just, you know, dominoes like, okay, I've opened this one and then I get another order in, it's got multiples of multiple figures in it, and you know, it just piles up. Is is that why, or is it you just not in a hurry to open it? I, mean, I buy scores of figures every month, and each one needs a little bit of time for me to love it and get to get to be involved with it. And like Rick was saying, you've got the kids, you know, you and 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 Phil echoed, you know, you you've got other things going on, and you can't devote that time to that figure or that set of figures or that pile of figures. And uh, it just kind of gets behind you, you know. You gotta you gotta make the time for it. That's why I, I'm like my personal my situation is I bring all my stuff to work when I'm working in my uh, my normal job. And there's a big pile in the server room of toys, and I go through them one at a time. 
and open it and play because while I'm working, I can turn on some music and you know do my work and then fiddle with a robot and then get back to it. And I don't have to take time away from the kids and my employer. Instead of working. Yeah, you know, I work in a server room. They don't know where I'm at anyway. So, yay. If you're in IT, what you do is magic anyways. And they can't argue with you that it's not magic. As long as everything's working, I'm doing my job. That's right. If you do a good job, you work less. You don't worry about like a higher up coming in there and saying, what the hell is all these toys? No higher up is going to go in a server room to save their life. (laughs) The higher ups do come into the server room and they know that I'm the weird guy with the Transformers in the server room. And and they're and, like, what is that smell? Yeah, that, I mean, I do have a bucket in the corner for for waste because I don't have to leave the server room. Then it's just like being but, deployed. So they're they're what they you're saying is there work. was that that very first time when they came in there and go, what is this? When I started this job, I I, I don't hide my my whatever. So my my robots or whatever. So. I told them, I'm the crazy robot guy, and I, I'm, I'm going to start bringing Transformers in. They're like, okay, and then you bring in, you know, don't bring in one. You bring in 30. Yeah. And you put them everywhere, and then there's no there's no hiding it. There's no obfuscation. It's This is what I do. Yeah, I can't I'm, do that I'm, where I'm I work. Person. Me either. Bring them into the frame well, shop. Yeah, well, I was going to say, you well, just I bought a new school, shop. So yeah. They would get For stolen now. in a school. <laughs> My frame yeah. shop's going to have uh, enough stuff in it. Trust me. Um, Richard or Richa CM, I'm not sure exactly how he wants that pronounced, but uh, in chat, you know, he mentions that he likes to spread his stuff, you know, the opening celebration, you know, out a bit. Um, and I do that a lot as well. Like I try not to, oh, I got my big bad pile of loot in and I got six things. I'm going to open them all tonight. I try not to do that, you know, but sometimes, you know, things seem to come in waves. Like, and I don't mean toy waves, but it's like, especially well, if you get a pile of loot that's, obviously a big thing but then it's like oh some china finally actually shipped some stuff right and it's like oh i got all these and sometimes it ends up backing up a bit because of that and then it gets like stuck on the broken window pile and i forget through there if it's stuff that i'm kind of a little bit more obligation purchased you know rather than like super excited about sometimes that does happen but yeah you know spreading them out is is nice you know gives you little bits of joys when you have really shitty days at work and he gives you something new to open what today yeah, I got this little dude. I just now opened him. I literally got a pile of loot today, and I didn't even get to cut the tape on the pile of loot box until five minutes before the show. It's been That's the name of the show I, I sometimes do. <laughs> this is this is what's just directly next to my computer. I, I feel like the thing for me is is that if I don't have a spot for the figure that I'm going to open, then that's where it sits. Because it's like, oh, well, before I open this figure, I need to rearrange my stuff. And then it's almost like too much to have to rearrange everything in order to fit it in. So, like, if it's something where it's like, I know where this spot is going to go on the shelf once I'm done with it then it's like fine but if I, i'm not sure where it's gonna go like i have a few things that have been sitting since the last tf con so yeah. well see, my answer to that is everything i open <laughs> goes right next to me yeah and there's a lot of stuff over there and it's eventually once i get done playing with it for a bit right then i put it over i put it on the shelf and that zeta blitzwing is freaking huge there's no way that's in scale. They're supposed to be in scale, but I don't know. That thing is monstrous. But anyways, yeah, they just so, they all live over here until so it's time to put them away. If there's something that you get and you hate it, 
and you uh, uh, re immediately after you open it, does it go straight to the shelf, or? I've, I can't speak about everybody else, obviously, but like, I know my own taste pretty good that I never get something in and just hate it. There's usually something I like about it. If nothing else, it's like, oh, it fills out that part of the collection, right? Just because I'm I'm picky enough. The closest I've had to that though was that where it's a complete piece of crap that you don't realize. Like, say you order something, like the quality's like, really bad. Pre right, right. Omnigonic spin out. <laughs> right, right. I wait to reviews on a, for a lot of stuff that I can, at least that. The, the only one I think I've gotten that personally I've had a quick turnaround on was the uh, Sleep Mode Prime. I got that and I was like, okay, I've played with the toy. It's like, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and it once I shipped a box off to Nick, it was in there. Like I, I should have returned it to Amazon is what I should have done. But oh, one of those unpadded boxes, huh? <laughs> yes. <Right. laughs> the worst things I've ever done. It was great. He's asleep. Okay. <laughs> He's asleep. He's still sleeping. What about you guys? Do y'all have any, get any that you just you finally open and it's just straight to sell bin? Or uh, I've done it a couple times. Yeah, I wouldn't say straight to the sell sale bin, but um, straight to the rescue bots display case. Open shelf. Don't transform. Don't mess around with it. Check out its taint. Nothing. Just open shelf. Thank you. My problem now is, is like, I've got these sale bins, like, you know, Phil was talking about that have kind of created a mountain because it's like, I, I just don't have the energy to put them on eBay and I should like either do something with them or send them to Nick or, you know, talk to somebody else, like whatever. And for whatever reason, I just, they just sit there. So. Well, I mean, for the record, eBay sucks, and that should be a future show topic, um, or a repeat future show topic, because <laughs> eBay keeps changing stuff, and it just gets crappier and crappier. Screw I'm eBay. surprised anybody even still uses eBay to sell crap. People use you, eBay to set prices, and, and, and then it trickles into the Facebook. I'm giving you a great deal, bro, because on eBay, it's $1,600, but I'm only charging you $1,200. It doesn't matter that it was $30 last year. Sweet deal. The reason why people list on eBay is because that's where it sells. Facebook groups are a nightmare. Yeah, it's I, everything I listed. Like I, I started listing them again myself like a couple months ago, and man, at first I thought it was really going slow, but everything but seven items is sold. My daughter like sold all of 50, her. Sixty. Nope. Oh, sorry. No, so that was it. Uh, my just before we moved, the kids both put up a bunch of stuff. Uh, the boy, he put up a lot of transformers that he had doubles of the character, but he's selling right. And he's at a lot. He's he's a in a weak position anyway because he's selling the same thing that everyone else is selling because everyone replaced the same characters with the same new stuff. So everyone's selling the same exact old characters. But they so still got, sell. They still sell. His didn't though. Um, not not as well as he had hoped. He sold a couple of things, but she sold all of her Monster High, all of her American Girl dolls, all of her knockoff American Girl dolls. The the, the Target version and the whatever other Canadian broads. Yeah. Canadian broads. That's the uh... American Nina. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and all those. Nina all Americana. She sold <laughs> everything on Facebook. On Facebook is the point. Uh, so, yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
the Facebook stuff, her stuff went quick. That Monster High stuff was gone, and and she she she's ten. She made four hundred dollars on her Monster High stuff. Wow. Yeah. She just, you mean you made four hundred bucks? On no. Monster High stuff. She, she made she made thirty dollars. That's her cut. <laughs> That's her money, not my money. Finder's fee. Oh well, I've always found well at least in the last couple of years. She paying rent. <laughs> That, you know, if, if I put something on eBay versus what I, whenever I put it on Facebook, it sells on Facebook for me way faster than I, usually on eBay, I would get people. Yeah, I would. Well, I mean, I'm talking like my road seizure. I had it listed on eBay for three months. You know, I, I kept having it renewed and everything, and I would keep getting like ridiculously low offers. You know, like somebody somebody literally offered me a hundred bucks for a you know, for a complete road seizure. Lol. Yeah, and, and I'm you know I basically emailed them back a middle finger. You know, but uh, uh, you know, eventually I'm like screw it, and I just went on and posted it on Facebook, and it was gone in two weeks. See, like vintage stuff what like is. that. Yeah, vintage stuff like that, I think Facebook is good for because, you know, you have a, a dedicated audience for that for that item who might not be searching for it on eBay, but they see it come across their Facebook feed and, you know, all right, they, they scrounge together some cash to pay for it. And vintage stuff is pretty, I'd say, similarly priced between eBay and Facebook. You're going to you're going to see things priced at the, roughly the same thing. But if you're selling something that's maybe. <laughs> slightly newer within like the last couple of years, Facebook is going to be well low, much lower price than, than what eBay price is going to get. So okay. I mean, if you have the time and patience for eBay, you'll probably get a better price and, and make more profit than Facebook. But again, you end up with a pile of stuff that either you haven't had the time to sit there and list because that takes time or just hasn't sold yet. So do you, you know, since we're talking about boxes, like I, my self stuff actually isn't in boxes, but it is in a tote. You know, and sometimes it becomes two totes, and then it's like, man, I really got to sell some of this stuff, so you know, I, I get I offload some stuff to try to keep it down to one tote to carry around. You know, for either shows or to you know list on eBay or, you know, I've tried I've I've sold one thing on Facebook, and then it was fans toys. Like third party MP still sells pretty good in Facebook. Uh, yeah. Fans toys always sells good on Facebook. Yeah. You know, you can even probably go on the higher side of the price and still get it on Facebook. Um, but you know, older third party and mainline so, stuff. It depends yeah. on what it is again. <laughs> yeah, but vintage. So let me yeah, uh, let me ask you guys this: uh, When do you decide to keep a box for the for those people that are keeping a box? Why are you keeping the box? What? How do you decide you're going to keep that box? Very, very easy for me. I mean, uh, it's uh, generally if if it's a foreign box, you know, for uh, for a foreign figure that you just can't go to like Walmart and buy, uh, I'll keep it. Um, but why? Or, if it's like uh, like a mainline, like if it was like Takara Legends box, you know, it's mainline in Japan. It's not special yeah. in Japan. You would still keep it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, mainly for like resale value, you know, because I think eventually I will sell everything, uh, you know. Um, but at the uh, at the time though, uh, I just don't see the value in keeping domestic boxes. I mean, 
unless unless I just get something with the intention of I want to experience this toy, but I really don't intend on keeping it very long, uh, then I, I might hold on to the box. Um, well, I, but generally, uh, or if it's a large, like like the Titan boxes, I keep them solely because the artwork is gorgeous on those things, in my but opinion. But you have the boxes out then. No, uh, not currently because I have nowhere to put them, no dis- nowhere to display them. But that uh, about to move into one of those Titan boxes, Rick. Yeah, <laughs> they actually have flaps on them that are supposed to connect together. So you got a duplex then, right? For collectors like Duran, the the flaps actually connect together. <laughs> but if it's uh, and also if it's an exclusive, I generally keep the bo- uh, the boxes, uh, but. Like mainline retail stuff, uh, and I, I generally don't keep it. Uh, Nobody I, on eBay wants mainline retail boxes because yeah. if you do that, you're going to have a harder time shipping it for first class. Although and you want to be able to ship it for three fifty, yeah. you know. So. Although that being said, uh, I do have like a time limit. I will still hold on to the box uh, of a figure. I'll, you know, it, it's like not like I just open up. I go to Walmart, I buy a toy, I bring it home, and I sit down and I open it, and the box immediately goes in the bin. Um, I generally hold on to it for at least a week or two until I've had a a chance to actually sit down, mess with the toy, convert it a few times, pose it a lot, you know, uh, and see if it's, you know, not defective, you know, that I really do like it, you know, stuff like that. If it's not defective, it's not broken, doesn't break the first time I transform it or if I absolutely hate it you know I can still put it back in the box and take it back and get a refund uh, but or exchange it um, but once it gets past that time and I'm, I'm like yeah this this toy's fine I like it in the in the in the garbage can it goes I'd say a lot of what Duran said there is kind of the rules I follow I'll accept I mean I don't know I don't buy anything from Takara, like mainline Takara versions anyways. I've, well, that's kind of killed off in the last yeah. couple of years since everything's the same now. I think yeah. I have a few of them, but I think even then I didn't, I finally got to where I didn't bother. If it's mainline anything, I toss it. Uh, I even tossed Masterpiece boss, boxes for a while because they're not good. Um, they're just product pictures, right? Like boring, who cares? But, you know, that was when I thought like, oh, there'll never be a better version of X, right? And then you've kind of realized, oh, wait, yeah, even on, like, on the Masterpiece line, like, yes, there will be. Yeah, you know, if it goes on long enough, engineering and standards are going to change enough, there's going to be something you like better, probably. Um, so I've started keeping those just because they're high value enough that it does help move them later. Like, I don't think you get really get anything for it. It just, somebody's searching. There's one with the box and one without, you know. I. I do think that, I mean, I always have kept my masterpiece and third party boxes and I do think it does add to the value, um, you know, for those, especially just because like the mainline boxes, it's hard to get them back. I mean, and it depends on the figure, but a lot of times it's hard to get the figure back in the box to where it, it is how it should be. You know, if it's like tied with like ties and all that type of thing, it's just, just hard to get it back in that thing. Whereas like the masterpiece, it's almost kind of meant to cut the tape, 
take it out, transform it, whatever, and then, you know, like put it back in at, at some point. Um, so I always kept that. The other thing is I always liked keeping third-party masterpiece boxes, keeping the accessories in there, uh, just so that way I knew that they were with her. Because, again, like, you know, like not having an accessory for a high-end figure is like really depreciates the That's value bad. on that. So, um, What I used to do is put all the paperwork and the parts in different bins, and I still have all those like little shelves, little drawers, you know, and they're labeled and whatever. But it has been much easier just to leave them all in the box together. And if I want to sell it, I just grab the box and the toy off the shelf, and it's good to go, right? Don't have to dig. Ship it off to Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or that. But to that end, Lucas, so, you know, that's one of the reasons exactly why uh, I would keep, you know, like the Takara boxes uh, for like, you know, like Takara Legends and stuff, is for the most part, as opposed to like, the Hasbro version, you know, where you got like uh, a metric crap ton of like the little plastic ties or the, um, or the little paper ties and everything. Uh, Takara stuff for, for a long time would come in like a clamshell type deal and it was easily or somewhat easily resealable. Um, you know, and if I was going to resell something, you know, if I could put it back in its package and it still looked new, that's that that adds to it. Whereas, you know, like 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 you said, you know, sometimes you gotta fumble around, especially with Hasbro stuff. It you know, you gotta tear the card to, uh, to get to it and then take all these plastic ties off of it, which, you know, you don't have to, but it helps. Um you know, that that's just a pain in the butt, you know, and it it just kind of wastes for me. Well <clears throat> on the other end there's uh, collectors like myself, and I think Peter. I don't know if Peter goes to, does the same thing I do. You buy one to keep in the box, and then you buy one to open it. But when I open it, I immediately get rid of that box. I don't need that box in my life anymore. I just out crazy Rick. Because I have Rick. one that's sealed. I just out crazy Rick. So you keep both boxes. That's not a win. That's not a win. I keep both boxes. Keep both boxes. But why? But why not? Space. Because the store unit economy in Florida needs Peter's support. (laughs) No more storage units. Just just because you don't have an infinity closet like some people. (laughs) He's got a vault of old Transformers boxes that on the weekend he dives into the vault and swims around in his old Transformers box. <laughs> so when I moved when I moved to this house five years ago, I lit a fire in my fire pit and I burned a shitload of Armada, Energy, Universe. Please recycle them. them. All right. I recycled so many that the the recycling bin got full. And that's when I started burning them. You know, they come every week. You can can have them take it out and then recycle You can take it to a recycling center and they'll take everything you have forever. You can keep bringing it there. Yeah. You know what? I did did put them online and said, free, you just pay shipping, and nobody wanted them. Nobody wants them. Nobody wants them. What about you, Phil? People would pay a dollar for instruction booklets, but not for a box. 
Uh, what about me, Rob? What was the question? Which boxes do you keep for new toys you get? I, At least new to you. Same same thing as Lucas, where it's my MPs and my third parties. Um, I, I did used to keep my Takara boxes, like Duran said, and I just I just ran out of room. Um, I will say a couple boxes that I really wish I didn't get rid of. Duran, coming back to one of your points, some of the exclusive boxes. Like the San Diego Comic-Con uh, Transformers G.I. Joe crossover sets. Those boxes were fantastic, but they were huge. And so it's just like, uh, I was moving and, and like, do I, do I have room? Do I want to keep, keep these? Like they've been sitting in my basement collecting dust. Um, now I'm going to, you know, get rid of them. But there, there are some boxes that feel like, oh, I don't want to have to part ways with this, but, but then it's like, all right, you know, how am I going to display this? The pit of judgment. You know, this past year, another great example of an awesome box. And I know a lot of people that got two because the box is just so great that they wanted to, to keep it in that, that packaging. I'm See, I think this every issue. Oh, well said. Like, I think everybody keeps their exclusive boxes, but San Diego Comic-Con is a, a bit different. It's not like a BotCon box, right? Even like pre-Fumpa Bear, like, you know, you're going to keep those. You're going to keep your Windraiser box even, you know, even though Windraiser sucks. But you're gonna keep it, right? It, you know, you're gonna keep those boxes. They're they're special, and I think anything Beast Wars and older, I'm probably gonna keep the box of anyways, or the packaging, even if it's just a flattened card or a flattened box or something. I'm probably probably gonna store it somewhere, right? Like nobody's gonna throw away, especially like a G1 box, right? Who's right. gonna do that? And you I mean, can I'm sure there's somebody sell out there. G1, but... Like the vintage boxes, you can actually yeah. sell, you know, some of those older ones. Um, I don't know. I feel like that with uh, my Unicron box. Like I got rid of everything, like the, the interior styrofoam, all that type of thing, right? But I couldn't quite get rid of that box. And I know I probably well, shouldn't have gotten rid of. Like if you're going to keep the box, keep the styrofoam. Like what's else, what's the point? The box is no, just. No, I flattened. I was I was in the process of doing it, and I'm like, and I flattened the box, and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't get rid of this artwork, and so I have it. It's like by my recycling stuff in the garage, like behind it. Um, so one day so I'll, I'll get rid of it's it. Ready. Yeah, it's, you it's know, ready. I just can't quite. Interesting enough, Lucas. You know, you say how you know like vintage boxes and everything. I remember when I was a kid uh, and I was first getting transform into transformers. I kept every box insert baggy, everything that came with my transformers and uh, all the way up through 80 mid to late 86. I'm wanting to say, and that was around the time that we actually sold our property. My mom and dad sold our property in Eastern Kentucky. We moved full time to Florida and we were going to a much smaller place down there. Uh, I was going from a room, you know, uh, with a decent size to basically this little cracker box room that, uh, that uh, my bedroom was going to be. Um, and I wasn't going to have the room to actually display stuff like I had. And my mom said, you know, you're, all these toys in the boxes, you're just going to have to throw the boxes away. Nobody's going to care about those any, uh, uh, any, you know, down the road. It's the toys that are important and stupid me. I'm like, sure. 
So what did I do? I went in and hacked out the uh, the cool box art, and I, I, I cut out the tech spec and all the uh, all the robot points, and I got a photo album, you know, which, with the peel back pages and stuff. And I still got that photo album with all that box art, and all those robot points, and all those uh, all those uh, tech specs, and chucked out the rest of the boxes. And I wish to this day that she had never told me to throw those boxes away. See, I don't, I don't fault your your parents for doing that. And I, I would say that at that point in time in the '80s, we we did not know that this was going to turn into the kind of collectible market that it is today. And the fact that you even kept the toys is says a lot, because a lot of parents at that time were just been like, "Hey, we're doing a garage sale. Put the stuff in a bin and uh, you well, know, you know." My mom, my mom, I was, my mom was, uh, she was of the mindset and she was aware of that the, that these toys were going to be valuable because, uh, I was number kid, number five of five. And she knew that from my, uh, from my brother, because my brother is what, about 17 years older than me. Uh, so she knew because he played with like original GI Joe's you know, the, the, the big 12 inch and everything. And even by, you know, the mid to late eighties, those Joes from like the sixties and early seventies were already starting to get, you know, you know, it, word was getting around there. They were getting, getting pretty valuable. And she knew that these toys, these transformers were something new and they, uh, and the, the hype around them was well-documented, you know, how, how, how popular they were. You know they were making new. They were making the the nightly news sometimes on how popular they were, especially around Christmas time. You know, number one in kids' Christmas toys and stuff. She was always telling me these things are going to be worth something someday, so take care of them. And I did. You know, see, see, um, the key was those. You should have kept all of your old Nintendo boxes. That's where the real money is. I did, and I made bank whenever I sold it. My original. I mean, this is. 10 years ago, but I sold my like original NES with all my games. Um, you know, and this was like 10 years ago. I got like 450 bucks out of like oh, no, all they, of it. I mean, they, they have you nowadays, know? like you, if you get some stuff I didn't, that's sealed in boxes for Nintendo games, it's, it's crazy. But anyway, yeah, I didn't have I do, anything like really rare, but you know, <laughs> I do have a question though for Peter. So you, you mentioned for the stuff that you open and that you're holding on to all of those boxes, right? What yep. do you do with those boxes? Are you like, say, if it's a blister card, right? Like, do you cut the bubble off, or do you just do you leave it? Like, how do you how do you store all that stuff, Peter? Hi, I'm Peter. I uh, I, I I collect everything and I keep everything, and I'm a hoarder. I have mental issues. Um, I have. I used to have, until very recently, I had three storage units that had warehouse racks in them. Warehouse racks were full of totes, and each of the totes were full of toys. The toys were sorted by series, whether opened or unopened, you know, and they were just stored in there. Now, the fun part, we mentioned shipping boxes earlier at the beginning of the show, and I and, and, and when you said shipping boxes, I was not thinking save your Amazon boxes because Amazon boxes, you're going to want to ship things. I was thinking shipping boxes. Like, you know, <laughs> the shipper boxes that Hasbro sends out. I have shipper boxes going back to Gen 2. And I make sure to get shipper boxes for everything that I 
by as, as much as I can. And it's a lot harder now than with COVID and they're opening cases at weird times and they're closed at night and blah, 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 blah. Because I like to, with my sealed figures and my open figures, put them back in the shipping cases and then put the shipping cases in the totes and put the totes in the warehouse racks and put the warehouse racks wherever the hell they are. And uh, yes, there was a period where I was doing what Deron was talking about, where I was like, it wasn't even like all my boxes, but it was like, I'm going to cut the art out of this and I'm going to cut the tech specs out. And uh, that was a mistake. Don't do that. Um, so I have hundreds of cutout tech specs and, 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 and robot points and, the UPCs? Why the hell not? Just cut out the UPCs. Screw it. And uh, and then memorize the numbers. Anyway, um, so yes, keep stuff. Memorize it. Read the comics. So Forever but my strong. question is is okay, so say you open up, you have loose figures, right? What are you doing? You said you kept all those boxes. What are you doing? Like, if not necessarily a box like I'm assuming that if it's if it's a box, like what they're coming in now, like, you know, these I can't grab it yet, but um, like if it's a full box, you're just keeping it and not flat packing. Is that right? That but is But what correct. if it's a bubble, like if it's something on a bubble, like on a card? Like a Legends class or core class toy. Then you take the bubble with the card, you cut around the sides and the bottom, you pull the tray out, you pull the figure out, you put the tray back in, then you sandwich like they come in the shipping cases and put them back in the shipping cases empty. I have okay. totes on totes on totes full of shipping cases full of empty blister cards. Okay, cool. That's what I was. That's where I was trying to get to. So. Yeah, I I went and dug it out. This is, this is my album. This is the last vestige of all the original Transformers I uh, I had, and basically, some of them still got full cards, but I don't know if you can see. You know, I displayed out, you know, like Center Twin, uh, you know, original Constructicon cards. Well, you'll so, absolutely know what you had as a kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I don't think I even have memories anymore. I just have memories of having the memory. It's like, I remember when I used to remember having Devastator or never, never having all of it. Right. And, and like, I don't remember that. I just remember talking about it. Right. So it must have happened. I remember wow. having a funeral for Trailbreaker when my cousin broke his leg. <laughs> I remember my cousin breaking horse? his leg broken. You had to shoot him. <laughs> we we put him down. We put him in the garbage bag in the kitchen, and I said, "He's he's dead now." My cousin grabbed a Metroplex, and I said, "You need to be careful with him." And then he snapped him at the waist. Mm. And then my grandmother found another Metroplex for fifty cents at a yard sale. And went up and said, will you take a quarter? <laughs> and they said, sure, go away. <laughs> you know, that's what they were thinking, the go away part. That that was Nanny. Um, yeah, and so I got another Metroplex for a quarter. I was very happy. <laughs> so has anybody's box collecting changed over time? Because I know mine has. Like, when I got started in Unicron Trilogy, that's when I kind of came back, was around 2003, 2004. I... I flattened all my boxes and I tossed away like the plastics for, you know, carded figures and I kept the backs and I kept all that stuff. Um, but you know, eventually one day I quit doing that. God damn cats. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I thought somebody playing with an, air, uh, an airplane. Or something. 
No, I have an older cat and a younger cat, and the younger cat just likes to get near the older cat and stare at it. And gets closer and closer, and the younger cat's like, leave me alone. You're like eight times bigger. Um, but I thought that was Rob's modem. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have mail. Um, now they uh, Eventually, I quit doing that because I think probably around in Generations, like that first Generations lines around then, it was just like too much. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep a little of each line just to kind of remember what they look like and got rid of a bunch. And that, that's pretty much where I am. And then I just got rid of all mainline stuff altogether. I'm like, I don't care. The internet has pictures of it if I want to see it. I'm moving on with my life. But you know, I'm too lazy to like, get rid of all the old stuff. Whatever. Although I've, I've gotten rid of some. I've sold so many of them now that I was like, oh, I still have the card back for that. I'll sell it with it. Unless it makes it over first class, then I'll recycle it. But When I was a teenager, my parents said, you, you have to stop playing with toys. You have to stop buying with toys to play with toys. I was like, but I still like toys. Like, well, if you're going to collect them, then you can still buy the stuff. So I was buying a ton of Spawn toys in the 90s and keeping them in package. And, you know, at it, 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 some point after college, I just brought two garbage bags full of them to a Toys for Tots thing to just donate because they were still in package. This was, uh, I mean, you know, like early two thousands, they weren't worth a, a dime. They're not worth a dime. Now I, I don't regret it whatsoever. I don't know if the kids who got those toys were excited for them or just thought, you know, you know, alien spawn. Oh crap. The... More spawn stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What is this, what is this young blood team by Rob Liefeld? I don't. What, who, whoever. What is this thing? Oh, um, another medieval spawn. Yeah. Can, can I trade what, this spawn works? figure for your for your Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> so that was that was my phase though of keeping things in package, and then like once I got to college and like had a job and had my own money, like that's when I started like opening stuff. And yeah, yeah, pretty much right away, I, I stopped keeping boxes because I just didn't have room. Yeah. How to play right, Tetris so on a wall? It's just today's delivery to Pete's house, Peter's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Peter. Don't don't confuse me with yeah. Squarehead. So yeah, I, I'm sorry. I love I love yeah, the yeah, Tetris don't call thing Pete. that he has going on there. This What's is that? from a six month trip. Uh, it was called Mount Peter. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Giggity. <laughs> so yeah, this is from a six month trip that I went on. These are all my my purchases. There was like mask and GI Joe and robots and whatever. But yeah, so that's another type of box mountain. Uh, but yeah, Mount Peter. What other types do we have? The Sail Mountain. I've got that in the garage. Uh, so there's Box Mountain that you don't want your wife to see because you had a bunch of stuff online and it all shipped on the same day if you have that mountain the house you need to fix your shit you need to fix yeah. your life you no need to there's fix a relationship or it's already due yeah you need to get home from work before your wife does is what you need to do <laughs> that's why i bought the store my wife works at home now so i'll just have my stuff shipped to the store this is, this is the real thing is 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 rick's buying a front for his transformers bike well that way he can, <laughs> he can display all of his art in laundering the service yeah you know? Right, right. It's, it's like, like five you know, so the mafia. 
five years ago when we were in the process of selling our home and trying to move, like I was having stuff shipped to my office and I had, I had a, a, a mountain of boxes in my office, like tucked away in this little space between my desk in the window that I was able to fit. And like, I had to go get one of our, like our little carts to bring it all out to my car. Cause I couldn't carry it by hand or it was taking like three or four trips to carry it by hand. So I remember I was in college. I was a senior in college and my boxes were piling up so much. Like I had my computer and then the boxes were piling up so much. My computer shut off. I'm like, what the hell's going on with my computer? And then I moved the boxes to get around the back and it's all this heat coming out because I had you blocked, blocked the, the fan with a mountain of boxes. Even though I had left space for the fan, I had encased the tower. You made a boxes. bigger case wow. out yes. of boxes. <laughs> so the boxes, I think, is what really annoys my wife. Um because more than the collecting, it's it's the boxes. So I have a couple. Where do you of rooms keep them at? Of of what's that? His wives or the boxes? Where? Do, uh, oh. <laughs> no, where do you keep them at? Because so, I, I see where you're going with this, and I ran into the same problem. So, so I have like uh, they're 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 both like at the basement. Like I have a finished basement and all that. So I have one room that I have like all the boxes and I have tubs of, of the boxes that I'm keeping from various things. Right. Like that we've talked about. Then I have another room full of shipping boxes because I want to always have shipping materials on hand in case I sell things. And so I just have like, this room is full of like, uh, you know, foam and, and packing materials and uh, all the stuff you would need for shipping, right? And it pisses my wife off because, like, we can't use this other bedroom because I have just completely full of, you know, BBTS boxes and Chosen Prime and all that type of thing that I've been holding on to because those are perfect. Like, I get them in, I put them away, and then when I eventually sell them to Rob, then I can just, you know, put it in the same box that, that uh, it, it came to me in. But then my wife does not like me holding on to those boxes for, you know, years at a time. Um, but the thing that frustrates me is, is, and I don't know if you guys have ever had this, where you finally you are like, you know what? This is going to be the week I'm going to break down all the boxes and whatever and get rid of them. You get rid of it, all that kind of stuff. Then... You can't find a freaking box like you just sold something on eBay and you can't find the right size box for whatever that figure is that you sold. And you're like, I just got rid of it. So, so I use my old, they were garage shelves, but I displayed my collection on them. Those have now become the holders for both of my box mountains. And so like I have like my smaller boxes here and like my medium sized boxes are up here and like they're not super nice looking or anything. Like I just toss them on there. I don't bother to break them down. And then I have like a couple of bigger boxes, you know, over here so that I fill it up the space and then I can be like, okay, I have enough. Right. Like, and I have a variety and I, and I have enough and I can see them and I can reach them. You know, I mean, I have to dig around a little bit, you know, pull down. It's like, okay, what's in here? Ah, oh, there's one, you know, um, but I keep a variety and then like when I get new stuff in, I'm like, are my shelves full or not? If they're not full. Well, then I can put some more in. If they are, then I, then we just recycle it right away. Um, I would recommend that. Well, see, it, I, I ran into the problem. Um, and this is whenever I really, really started cutting down on the amount of boxes I kept around. 
Um, my last long-term girlfriend, uh, you know, I was getting ready to move out of my apartment and move into the house that she had. And, um, you know, she was actually the one that was not at all against my collecting, you know, so she was fine that I had a, you know, that I was going to have a room for my collection, you know, which was, you know, her son's old room. So, you know, I mean, I was basically taking it over for my toy room. But where the issue came was the closet. The closet, as some people may know, would be that closet that you open up with extreme hesitation from the avalanche that may come when you open said closet. Uh, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care how well I would jinga the stuff in there. Uh, you know, I literally had a couple closets that from floor to the ceiling, all the way to the back of the closet, um, was full of boxes, just transformer, empty transformer boxes. And whenever I was getting ready to move and I was packing things up, she's like, you're, you're not going to have room in that house for these boxes. And I'm like, well, you've got a storage. No, no, no. <laughs> she had a little shed out back. I'm like, you know, maybe I could have a little corner. No, no. So I had to go through and that's where a lot of my masterpiece boxes left. Um, and a lot of my third party boxes, which down the road, I kind of lamented because I wound up selling my fans toys, Dinobots, and I didn't have the boxes for them anymore, except for stomps. And, you know, I don't have most of the boxes for mine. Same thing where it's just, I went through a phase where if the box didn't have good art on it, I got rid of it. And, And the fans toys does have some art on it, but like, I wasn't wowed by it. I was like, I can live yeah. without it, right? And for a bit there, and I and I chucked them. Now I'm yeah. keeping them again. But, but yeah, I mean, I, it was from that point on. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't really need to keep all these boxes and the closet, uh, the 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 fearful avalanche from the closet. You know, I mean, like there's always, as long as I've been an adult collector, there's always been the closet because it had there was a a closet wherever I lived that was nothing but empty transformer boxes. Um, and going back to what you mentioned earlier, Rob, you know, about, you know, uh, uh, you know, how, how do you keep boxes and, and, uh, and also to what Phil said, you know, you, as, as an adult collector, you become a collector. And I was, I, I, at, Whenever I first started collecting as an adult, it was around the Fox Kids repaints of Beast Wars. And I would collect one to open, one to keep sealed. And then the one that I opened, I was like, Rick, you know, the, the, I didn't need this other box because I've already got one sealed. So I chucked the box and I did that all the way up through Universe 2.0. And I simply had not enough room to display it all. Um, so, you know, that's that was my first big sell-off. You know, and a lot of it was duplicates. Um, but I kind of wish I had a lot of that stuff now. And had, and, had, and if I had been able to maintain that, 
what I like to do now when in photography, I could have a field day in something that I aspire, I would love to do. Uh, you know those old uh, catalog photos, you know, of like where they're all set here. up, like on the yeah. mountain or on the rocks yeah, on a mountain stuff. or on the rocks, and you got like a uh, the the uh, the loose one out, and then there's one behind it that's sealed, and you know you got like the product, you know, uh, you know this is number four hound, and this and over here number six mirage, you know, and, and they're all arranged like that. I want to make uh, photographs some dioramas like that. And, 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 you know, kind of bring back the look of the original catalog photos. I would love to do that, but I don't have the toys to do that. Now. So you need a transforming rental service. Transformers rental. So you can be like, okay, I want to rent all of Armada. Thanks. You know, and I'll loose back and, in a loose and sealed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Are you guys talking to me or? <laughs> well, I mean, it could happen. I mean, I think we're both about equidistant from Duran's house, so yeah. we'll just meet in the middle. I mean, I um, think one of the things that you know comes back to a lot of the discussions we have is like this toy line has just been going on for so long. It's like this was manageable until this point. I yeah. could display all this stuff until this point. And, and, in the and for any yeah. collector, you just you just reach this point where it's like, I just, I like I this. I enjoy it. I don't want to stop doing it, but it's just so much. It's about 2009 for me. But yeah, it, I think it's like one of those things where you just have to like make that decision, you know, for yourself or as a family, you know, whatever it may be. Like, I mean, I don't know if you guys ever do that where you're like always angling, you know, with a significant other where you're like, well, what if, you know, because she's like, hey, you can have the room. And then it's like, no, I didn't say three rooms. I said one room. <laughs> um, and uh, so then you're like, well, what if we put this other bookshelf over here? And what if we did? No. <laughs> like, so what, what if we got a storage unit? And then you're like, what if we got three storage units? <clears throat> So. <laughs> so how do for those of you you know that do still keep some boxes so lucas you just shove yours in a bedroom and it's a nightmare and, so and you can't find anything that's the shipping boxes my actual boxes i have bins like or i have okay. tubs like okay. i keep i keep all the boxes in tubs so that they stay nice and don't have to worry about you know crushing themselves crushing or, themselves yeah, whatever it may be yeah so they so they're all assembled in the tubs so mine are on some garage shelves, which I've now filled up that space. And like, they're, but what I have in there is like sorted ish, you know, it's pretty sorted, right? You know, like fans toys is here. So a few G one things might be here, you know, some other lines are over here, you know, they're, they're pretty well sorted. Um, but it's full. And now some are just sitting in the middle and then they're kind of stacking up. <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to have to find a new line of stuff to figure out how to get rid of some stuff. Cause I need some space. Right. Um, what about you, Phil? Like, obviously, Rick and Peter, it's like, oh, we keep everything. So, I, yeah, but I, that, just, that... I think ahead. the answer is we need to discover some sort of tesseract space that we can just <laughs> put things A in. Pocket dimension. Exactly. Wherever exactly. Prime's trailer goes when he transfers. So, I've, I've already <laughs> discussed it with my wife what we're going to do when we so get, I'm gonna to get a the degree point in physics so I can maximum figure out. capacity. So I have the basement, 
which is 2,200 square feet. And then I have the garage, which fits several cars. Uh, we've never put a single car in our garage, ever. I've made yeah. enough space where we can get the lawnmower and, you know, our other stuff in there. But I've still got two bays in there full of toys. So we've already discussed the um, hanging crate from the ceiling operation you've got in the garage. So we've got huge, huge ceilings in the garage where you, it's on a pulley and then the, the grate comes down and you got all your crap on there. And so we're going to get about six of those to put in the garage eventually. I've, I've got a crawl space that my bins full of boxes go into. And uh, my wife found out about that like a couple months ago. And she almost had a panic attack that night because she just had like this nightmare of all that cardboard like catching fire. And, uh, you know, just, just, just like, so you're basically saying you've got a ton of flammable stuff, like right next to like our air conditioning unit, um, like next to the furnace, right next to but it. But your house is built of wood anyway, right? Like, <laughs> well, that's I mean, kindling. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was, that, that's where I'm able to keep stuff. And that's, that's a nice space in terms of having a, a, a crawl space is nice. You know, it's horrible to get in and out of and crawl around in there. I despise it. Um, but but in terms of having a space that's like they don't have to worry about it it being used for any other purpose besides storage, like that's it. And so if I ever fill up that crawl space with bins, like I that, that's when I just got to start, you know, either lighting a fire in my backyard like Rick did, or or maybe recycling like Rob thinks is with all his virtue signaling there. Hey, I do respect something easier. Like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go after Wheeled Warriors because that's a finite line. There's only so many micro machines. They're all tiny. 11 pieces. <laughs> 11. No, 12, because there's, there's an accessory pack for both Lightning League and Monster Mines. But, yes. So, so, Peter, I like it. Uh, Illmatic Prime in the chat says, you're not a hoarder, you're a curator. So, there, there you go. There's that moment where you cross well, over at whatever point, is what he says. But, re but really, though, what what is the difference between a hoarder and what we do? Uh, I have warehouse racks and totes and labeling and an inventory. And it's yeah, I got, a, I got a simpler definition. I've got display cases. Um. In the for a hoarder, the collection owns you. For a collector, you own the collection. I would put myself. I would to say that I disagree with that. I, I would to Rick or Peter. I I disagree with that. I say when you get to our level, Peter, maybe you'll agree with me. The collection kind of owns us, and now <laughs> it's self it's self fulfilling. <laughs> it it is it does feed off of itself, and and I'm just a conduit for it. Yeah, uh, for its desires. Yes, I work to feed the collection or the collection is displeased but like that's literally great, what i said <laughs> but great like great cthulhu i i i i just i'm in rapture of doing this service for the collection it, it's yeah. just i've been driven mad I, I, yeah. eventually one of us will die and then the other will be left to carry on this mission so your life is just a little shop of horrors of just feed me 
Audrey two, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got Audrey two. I got Audrey, um, Cyberverse and Audrey Machine Wars and like Transmetal Audrey and you know when it comes to packaging, Peter, um, like I know you buy a good bit of third party stuff as well. You don't hold to the buy two for third party, do you? No, third party is one area where I have no problem with like the just open it and enjoy it, and I keep the boxes still, and they're all in their own totes. Those are in the garage. Um. But yeah, third party. No, it's a little different, but you still a bit different. Yeah, the box. Yep. And, and I, I keep, I'm I right keep there the with baggies Peter. with the staple tops from Nonif and Crazy Devi and all that shit. I that stuff is so long gone. I don't even. <laughs> I, I do that too. I, I'd like to play a quick game before we get done. So I did get, as I said earlier, I got a big bad pile loot in. We're going to play. Is Rob going to keep it or chuck it? Uh, we're going to go quick. This isn't going to take a long one. So here's uh, Action Toys, their uh, buggy robot. Keep. Chuck. Keep. Chuck. It is Chuck, just product yeah. images. It's not that expensive a figure. Chuck it. I don't like this Fa- game. Fans Project Six Night Box. Chuck. Chuck it. There's Chuck. no artwork. Burn it. Chuck it. There's no artwork, and this toy ain't worth shit anyways. It was on massive I- clearance at Big Bad still. <laughs> like this toy's how old, right? But nobody else is gonna do what it. What is that? Six night? Something yeah, six like night. Six like night. nobody else is gonna do a six night, right? It's a it's a cool oh. figure though. Yeah, it, it is a good figure. Like I have the other version. Um DNA upgrade kit. Chuck. Chuck. Super Chuck. Why? It's I mean it's, it's like it's like there's nothing really on it. Keep it. <laughs> I mean I would keep it, but you, this you is... suck it. We're almost done. We got three left. Zeta's the not Blitzwing box. There's keep. nothing on it. Keep. Black box. You know what? I would keep that for when you sell it. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm going to keep it yep. for at least a little while. <laughs> it's an expensive toy. If you sell it, you want it's masterpiece box. level. It's and it's it looks like a pretty much like a nightmare of a figure, although it looks really cool. So I'm going to keep it for now. But that's why it's because I, I don't know if I'll keep it forever. I'll enjoy it for a bit. Right. Uh, let me know. Let me know. <laughs> NECA's Chuck. Ninja Turtle stuff. Chuck. Yeah. Super Cute. Chuck. There's a little cute artwork on the corners. Not worth the space. Rip it, Rip it up. I don't have Rip that shit up right. right up. Last one. Fans Hobby Athena. Keep. Keep it. Keep. keep. It's small. Keep. It's cool looking. Yeah. Keep. Y'all are good at the game. Y'all are pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to keep it. It doesn't take up a lot of space. It's masterpiece level. And, Here, uh, let's, let's, I'll, I'll play that game too. Um, keep or Chuck? Chuck. 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 Everything you pick up, I'm going to tell you to Chuck. Oh, Chuck. That first figure, Chuck it just completely. Not even (laughs) in the box. Oh, super Chuck. Uh, There's only one answer. (laughs) Who's this Chuck guy? Is he a new (laughs) (laughs) new cast member? I just joined um, on the podcast and they keep talking about Chuck. (laughs) <laughs> Chuck. Uh Illmatic Prime has a uh, great question in the chat. What is your favorite box? Oh. Oh. All of Japanese G1. Can can I say that? No, Metalhawk. G1 Metalhawk. I'm gonna go get it. My favorite box. I could say my favorite box art. 
The box? I don't know. Is it eject? Tell me it's eject. Say G1 Metal Hawkwoods because one. That's pretty cherry. Got, yeah. It's got a bunch of cool artwork on it, and it has a flap thing yeah, on it going on. Figure. Figures on the shelf. But yeah, that's just a cool box. Like mine's not in super great condition. It's in. It's fine, right? But that's a neat box. It's pretty. I mean, it's neat and it's unique, and it's G1 has cool art. I don't know. It's dope. So mine is not a Transformer, but I, I still say this is my favorite toy box, and I did throw it out when I moved five years ago, and I I regret it. It is the the artwork for the Maddie Collector, uh, DC Universe Collectors uh, um, uh, Doomsday, and so it was it was the first you got the the white box with the red blood dripping Superman S, then inside of it you had the Superman Pentagon S shape of the box, which had like great dandruff. S is the symbol of hope on my planet. Yes, yes. And then inside, then finally you had the clear plastic window with Doomsday in there holding a, a you know, tattered Superman cape. And uh, yeah, that box is just amazing. And I was very, very sad when I eventually threw it away. Peter, was... Rick, Duran, are you talking? We can't hear you. Yeah, sorry. I had right. my mic muted. I don't know if I have a favorite box. Uh, it's this one's not my favorite box, but it's one of. It's not a transformer, but it is related. Um, Meal. No. The brave. Yes, brave Dino Geist. And I just love the the box art. Uh, I love this character. the The toy is amazing, and I've even got some uh, some. Uh, courtesy Orson and a Christmas gift a couple years ago, some actual brave X Kaiser animation cells of Dino Geist that are framed on my wall. So Very yeah. cool. And, and just in case anybody doesn't know brave, it's literally where transformers was going to go. If it hadn't been canceled, you can see it at the end of the transformers line, you know, when they became J Japanese only brave is Takara toys still like that's, to that's, car, where they, uh, that's where they were going to go. It was going to be Sunrise Animation. I bet those would have been Transformer toys if the brand had continued, like, or a lot See, of it. We actually did yeah, a some did become, yeah. yeah, we actually did a two-part episode on Brave several years ago here on TFYLP. Uh, so if you have not checked those out, go back in the in the episode. Uh, log of this channel do you, do you and episode um, number it is rewatch It was back in the early hundreds, I think. Ooh. Might have even been like out. in the first, like, like, like between one hundred and one ten, maybe. I'm guessing. That's my my best guess. Uh, Headmaster Don and uh, Hing Yep Chan had some great info on those on those episodes. So what about you, Lucas? Peter? Um, so, I guess just offhand, I would say some of those uh, Walmart reissues I've really enjoyed. Like, I've kept all that stuff in box. So, like, the G1 Devastator is really cool. The Soundwave is really cool. Um, I really love a lot of the G2 and, like, European box stuff just because it's so wild and 
and uh, in your face and whatnot um, as well. So. If I still had, I mean, I've still got a, a couple. I've got, I've got Death Saurus's box, but it's really tattered and beat up. I wish I had a mintier box, and uh, and it has no insert. Uh, but any G1 box, to me, mm-hmm. the, I mean that that original 80s packaging with that flap, uh, the amazing artwork, the the grid pattern. It, I mean, it was that was part of the toy experience to me from transformers throughout generation one. And it is so iconic. Even this reissue stuff that they they're doing for the, the Titan return headmasters. I'm, I love the crap out of that stuff because it, it just invokes that feeling in me, even though it's not identical and the toys are different. It just invokes that feeling in me. Um, something special about that kind of box. Just, I love it. And if I had to say I had a favorite Transformer box, I'm just going to say in general a G1 box. I'm, I'm probably a, a you know minority opinion in this this take, but the the original G1 boxes with the the black and the red or purple grid stuff was fun. I liked it. But like the later runs where it was the gold packaging and and like, you know, I don't know what it was about that packaging until like the end of the 80s that I just freaking loved to death. It it was it was like late 80s, early 90s kind of feel, but not the the garish G2 neon stuff. It just uh, I don't know. I don't know why that packaging just resonates with me so much more similar to that. Not, not yeah, but like the gold, the gold that they yeah, did, like the pretenders, pretenders yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Well, showing Metal Hawk here, he's got gold yep. on the top of it, yeah, yeah. When they did the brand refresh in '89 and the packaging all changed, it was, it, I was, remember, I remember, like, because I hadn't seen any Transformers for a minute, like, it just, I just hadn't seen any. They, they, they had closed the old PX on base and they were opening a new PX, so it was just kind of everything was in, in, in flux. And when I walked in and I saw the my first, I saw Scowl, my first pretender monster. And I was like, what the packaging is all different. It didn't say like, you know, it, it did like the, this is all slanty, slanty. Well, I guess it's this way. Slanty, uh, italicized stuff. And yeah, it was neat. I have a box. It's not my favorite box, but it's a box I had sitting in front of me. So I'm going to hold it up because I have the attention span of a, something that has a short attention span. And it's, uh, I don't know, some trash I found somewhere oh uh, it's it's some nonsense who knows and it has it has a flap too look it's got a flap oh and you can like open it up and there's like a bunch of flappy crappy in here no no not flap flap no is that no i'm saying this is a brave mike gain this is mike gain great mike gain the big yeah the big perfect mode full full set giant whenever it's combined it's pretty cool is that you still a Chogakin, of... or is that Takara? No, that's Takara. Brave. Takara Brave Legends re- reissue or revival or something. It's a reissue of all of the DX Brave sets in one big set. Oh, my God. That sounds yeah. amazing. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. So, and like, trains. I like yeah. trains. So, like, I know they did the... um, Like, they did two Brave Masterpiece figures, and then they quit. Like, you know, the <laughs> yeah, completely the new toys. The very first Masterpiece figure was a Brave figure. Yeah. So, I didn't so, know they did anything else... And are those vintage reissues then? Or they're, they I mean, they're older now, but well, yeah, in the two thousands, it's yeah. newish. It's it's newish. 
Got it. Uh, but going back to what, what echoing a few of the sentiments, I, I I love the 89, 90 box stuff. Once they did the refresh, it was great. The 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 grid style is still my personal favorite stuff. And the Japanese boxes, the, I mean, your 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 victory saber and your uh, your big powered gift set boxes, your Dino King gift set, your Lyokaiser gift set. They just you know, they've got the little windows and everyone looks happy and you got that great just all box art. Fantastic. Someone in the comments said referred to Bayverse toys as their favorite box, and I'm just I get it. There's a faction for that, and I'm old with gray hair, and I'm not hip or cool to anything. But it's like Bayverse is your favorite box. It's like get out of here with that garbage. Please. Don't I, I tell you here. what. You're welcome. I will tell you what. No, the, no. The boxes I, I as a collector, I, I like the artwork on them and everything, and and they did look cool. Yeah. But the boxes I hated the most were like Armada, Energon with those like like the they were the the weird they're, shapes. They're tough to store. Very tough. Um, I, I mean, well, somewhat uh, Earthrise and stuff like that. It got some weird shapes, but at least it's got flat edges. But whenever you got those boxes like the Armada and everything, they had like one edge was curved. It was just very difficult to display. Uh, in store, you know the uh, the guy saying the big day talking about the uh, movie stuff. You know, earlier we were condemning Duran's mother for saying throw away your G1 stuff, and then we're all talking about how we just chuck. Well, not all of us, obviously, but you know, a lot of us chuck modern day stuff, and you know, kind of wonder it would if be that time will come around, or is it going to be a case of like. You know, it's like, oh, in the 90s, I'll keep all your baseball cards and your comic books. They're going to be worse. I'm like, no. Power it's of the so force. mass produced. Yeah, power of the force, guys. I We could be wrong on that stuff, but I get a feeling those well, modern day boxes at, are also at, so mass produced. It's not Look at movie rare. one stuff, early early live action, early Bayverse movie stuff. Uh, some of that's worth some money now. The toys are. I don't know if, how much the boxes play into that, but I, I, just, I guess they would, right? Like yeah. a lot of those leaders from the first line are, even though like they were greatly surpassed by other toys later, but they still go for a lot. Yep. Um, well, do we do we have anything else we have not covered? Let's let's call it a day. Let's box this up. <laughs> let's put um, it on a shelf in the garage. Book club this week is going to be RID thirty six through thirty eight. So check that out. That is on the TF Talk uh, Discord, um, 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central on Sunday night. Um, and then we also have Microcasters Thursday night. Um, I can't remember what we're doing this week. So I don't know. Stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll, we'll figure out what we're doing. And, uh, yeah, cut the tape. Uh, could be whenever Rick sends me the video. So, yeah. Sometime between now and never. <laughs> and incidentally, TFYLP does have Twitter, Instagram, you know, so. Oh, yeah. Do, do you do you post the Instagram? <laughs> I kind of forgot. We uh, I, I still post to the Instagram somewhat often. I mean, whenever I take up, uh, you know, some pictures uh, once in a while, I'll, I'll upload some to that one, too. Uh, the Twitter, I, I I've turned that over to you. So if it's abandoned, you can blame it over on Lucas. You know, uh, Serg was supposed to start using that, and uh, yeah, we see how that went. 
Um, I do I do post to the uh, Twitter uh, semi regularly, at least uh, talking about the new shows coming up and things like that. So okay, um, someone I, I using the Twitter likes my posts as infrequent as they are. Someone from TFYLP on Twitter likes my posts occasionally. So I know it's sort of alive. I'm guessing that's you. You're, yeah, you're the corpse be, of the TFYLP that, Twitter. That, that would be me. So yeah, yeah, I'm not as active as other shows and whatnot on on Twitter, but. Yeah, I, I actually used it a lot, somewhat a lot, whenever I was doing the show myself. But I mean, it was I I, I, I haven't been on it in a while. <laughs> I know I know a show that's really active on Twitter, and everyone should go talk to them. <laughs> yes. So anyway, if you haven't anyway. blocked them already. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining me tonight. Uh, you know, lots of fun topics and whatnot. Thank you to everyone uh, in the chat. Uh, thanks to Ron, Jay, uh, uh, Big Daddy Reviews, Omatic, uh, Man Monster Mecca, uh, Zaldron, Catherine, uh, Rich ACM. Uh, who else did I miss? Anyone else? Everybody that watched. So, yeah. Or are listening to, to the audio. Yep, yep. Yeah, thank Joshua you Dyer. to all of our listeners and uh, viewers. And uh, yeah, so we will see you next week. And that's what she said. <laughs> Bye. Wash your hands. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet. And share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting. And on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. <laughs>